Alrighty, welcome back uh, to me. Hey, hey, I'm back. Whirlwind tour of, yeah, I visited relatives. Anyway, uh, God, I'm glad to be back in the United States of America. Uh, it was nice visiting other countries, uh, meeting foreign people, and killing them. No, that was in the army. Um, but, uh, Sorry, I kind of huff and puff, and I just got done um, doing a little bit of work. And I'm sitting outside. Hopefully, none of this. Um, hopefully, none of this. Uh, I don't know. Hopefully, it's not too loud out here. So, anyway, yeah. I'm back in the United States of America. And the great state of where I live now. Um, and I've, you know, honestly, I've traveled all over the United States, um, from one end to the other, basically, uh, literally, actually. Um, there are a few states I haven't been in, um, North Dakota, for instance, but really, who wants to go there, right? Uh, if I have any listeners from North Dakota, you can text me, or sorry, you can email me at scspodcast18 at gmail.com. That's scspodcast18 at gmail.com. And um, so if you're from North Dakota, shoot me an email. And then I'll just reply back. Go fuck yourself. So, um, anyway, I know a few people who've been from there, and they've been they've been cool. They, they've been good people. So um, they've been, they were, they are. Um, they get a lot of shit up there, though, don't they? Like uh, snow into freaking August. Then then they have like one hundred degree day, and they all bitch about it, and then it starts snowing again. They might as well, that's fucking southern Canada right there. Um, but yeah, so I hope this is coming through. Hang on, maybe a little rumble. I got my headset on and I think I'm speaking through the speaker of my headset, so I hope it's coming through okay. So, um, and like I said, I'm outside, so it might be a little maybe with animals and air conditioning unit over there. Where the fuck did my drink go? Mosquitoes aren't out, so that's always a good one, at least yet. Um, but anyway, let me tell you. Let me tell you. Uh, let me spend this first segment telling you about my trip. So, me, uh, my parents, and a nephew went to London. They were there for a week. Um, it was a great trip. Had an awesome trip there. We went to Stonehenge. We did the... Uh, what did we do? We saw the uh, Marble Arch, uh, Buckingham Palace, the Tower of London, the Tower Bridge. I mean, we did a lot in those few days. We actually went across the channel and went to the U.S. beaches in Normandy. Um, and that was superb. That was one of the highlights of the trip, for sure. Um, it is just... Amazing. So we went to Pont, Pont, I don't know if I'm saying it right because it's in French, but Pont du Hoc. Uh, and that is the place where the Rangers, 2nd Ranger Battalion, was uh, set to land. And there were some guns there that they were supposed to take out. <clears throat> um, a lot of the pictures you see online of like a bunker, it's this one specific lookout uh, observation point bunker that's there. 
Um, it's in between Utah Beach and Omaha Beach, which are the beaches that the U.S. landed on. Um, there may be a third one, maybe Juno, because that's a U.S. name, but I'm not sure. Um, and then there's Sword and Omaha, Utah, Juno, Sword, and one more. Um, anyway, um, just fantastic. And seeing these cliffs that, uh, you know, if you've ever been to the coast, if you've ever been to a, a beach with an ocean or like the Gulf of Mexico, and you look out, and all you see is water in the horizon, right? So can you imagine 40, 50 foot up on these cliffs looking out over the, over the um, English Channel, all you see is water until you see these ships coming up. So you know shit's about to come down, right? You know shit's going to happen. And you start lobbing shit out there. As soon as they're within range, you start lobbing shit. And these guys came up, and you had to know, as soon as that ramp dropped on their uh, transport uh, vehicle, that they said, what the fuck? Fuck this, I'm going home. They had to have said that, because in front of them were, if they weren't the first wave, first of all, second wave, third wave, everybody else afterwards, come across, there's a shit ton of dead bodies. There are obstacles in the way, tank obstacles, barbed wire, Constantina wire um, in the way, mortar holes, they're, they're being machine gunned, they're being mortared, actively being mortared, and then beyond the beach, there's a fucking goddamn cliff. Holy hell. Um, it brought a whole new perspective, and I'm a veteran, and I have the utmost respect for all veterans, but that just brought a light to what was the odds against these 18 year olds in 1945 the odds that they were against to ensure your and my freedom that's that's what that did um, and that was that was that was so so fantastic then um, we went to the to the American cemetery there um, quick uh, our trip there but you know so uh, but it was it was fantastic and if you ever ever get a chance I highly highly recommend you go um, but so anyway back to our entire trip um, again that was the highlight of it but back to our entire trip um, you know we got there started off first day Stonehenge second day uh, that day rented a car drove down to the port which I found out later was the port that my relatives shipped out of uh, back in 1634 35 um, yeah to go to Boston so shipping off to Boston whoa don't get the reference look it up then uh, we took the took a ferry ride um, across the English Channel to France and you know the ferry ride is I've been on a ferry ride before, and it was bare bones. It was your car, you, we had a room the time, time I've gone before, um, but that was it. There was really nothing. There was an observation deck type of thing where you sat up there, and they had a park ranger who would point stuff out as we passed it, and he'd talk about stuff, answer questions. Um, it was, that was very, uh, that was good for that trip, but, and this was, um, it was a trip from Washington State to up to Alaska, a ferry trip we were taking. So, this one, God, they had a freaking bar. 
they had at least one restaurant, if not more, if one bar, if not more. They had um, like an entire section of play place stuff for kids. It was fantastic. Uh, the room we were in was like a movie theater with airplane seats, basically, that reclined a little bit enough to be annoying, uh, but not comfortable. It was, and that's where we're supposed to sleep because it was an overnight ferry trip. Anyway, and then we went to France. Um, drove across the English, drove across the northern France, which I thought was going to be better, but it was an interstate and a toll fucking road. Fuck those French. And uh, we took the English Channel Tunnel, and I'm probably boring the shit out of you, but we took the fucking English Channel Tunnel back into London. And, oh yeah, by the way, I'm driving. So, I'm driving, wrong side of the car, wrong side of the road. We get to France, wrong side of the car, right side of the road. Let me tell you, fucking toll booths and shit, that, that, mm, man, that was rough. Too far, too close. Uh, I didn't scrape the car, didn't knock the mirror off, so uh, we're doing good there, but... You know, too far, too close, and um, <laughs> drifting. Like, because when you're riding in your car, you're used to being in the left-hand portion of the lane you're in, and that's kind of where your body just and you're just there. Your body kind of cruises in there, and, and you just kind of coast along, um, really without much effort. Uh, being on the wrong side of the car, I tended to drift over to where I wanted to be in that, like, like. My body was, was my, my conscious, subconscious was pushing me over that way. And I'd catch myself and swerve back abruptly. Confusing everybody, I'm sure. But um, And driving on the wrong side of the road, on the wrong side of the car. Holy cow. First of all, it's an experience that I do not recommend. Um, it was, it it, it, it it takes all of your concentration. It takes your entire like you're always thinking. You can't just go into coast mode because taking a turn, you got to go. If you're turning left, I mean, you got to stay in the near lane. If you turn right, you got to go clear over to the far lane. And you know, if you ever find yourself in that situation, the best I can recommend is follow the car ahead of you because that did make it a lot easier. But it's fucking nuts. And then they don't have like policemen with radar guns like we have here. They have signs warning you that there's a traffic camera up ahead so everybody's going 30 40 kilometers above the speed limit signs come up everybody slows down and then apparently you pass the traffic cam because i have no idea where the fuck they were at uh you apparently you pass it and then everybody speeds back up again it was nuts um but yeah it was just such a mental uh drain and very very uh draining altogether because uh, but it was a good it was a good trip. I mean, you know, we had to drive because of the day trip into France, and then the next day we went up and visited a, a homestead town or the hometown, whatever of of my relatives from the 15 and 1600s, uh, which was really neat. And then we did the London stuff. London, my friends, mm -mm -mm. London is <clears throat> it's a very very historic city. Very very cool stuff there uh, but if you go be prepared it is fucking crowded super super fucking crowded um, London is overcrowded for sure it and then uh, you know they speak English there but holy fuck try to understand what they're saying especially in a crowded pub um, 
that's loud. Yeah, yeah. And then, so then you have, not only do you have your, your British accent, but they have different accents like we do. We got Southern, and, and even from the Southern, you have your um, Alabama, Mississippi type accents to your Louisiana accents, which has more of a French thing to it, to your Texas, to your Tennessee, to uh, New England, different states up there, Minnesota, North Dakota, those accents. Uh, we have our own different accents here, but you get over there, and they do too. They have different regions of their country. They have different accents. And the uh, the hard part about it is they do have a lot of foreigners. And I say foreigners, but um, a lot of them are, like, they have a huge uh, Indian um, Indian presence, like, uh, from India, not, you know, like, dot forehead Indians, not feather American Indians. Um, they have a lot of Indians over there, and that, you know, London ruled, they may still be, I don't know, uh, India for such a long time, so there's a huge influence there, so, um, a lot of, a lot of Indian food places, a lot of Indian people running around with Hindu and, and English accents, fucking hard to understand, there's a lot of Arabs there, so then they have an Arabic and an English accent, what the fuck, like, <laughs> And, and Asians. You got Asians there with their Asian accent, with an English accent. Yeah, hard to understand. Speaking the same language, uh, same book, different pages. Yeah, it's, it's uh, it was something else. Um, pubs there, fantastic. The beer there, fantastic. The gin there, fantastic. Um, if you go to London, go to England, hell, UK, uh, yeah, get some gin. Fantastic. Um, so, and then I went on down to Italy to visit uh, my son, who is stationed there with the Air Force, and who was supposed to have a baby while I was there. Baby was due on the third. I came home on the fourteenth. Baby was born on the fifteenth. So yeah, yeah, little fucker decided to come late. So anyway, that's where I've been. Um, it was a fantastic trip, but I tell you what, let me tell you then, driving over there, nuts. And then our rental car, oh shit, our rental car had this automatic braking system. So like if, if a bow bounced in front of you and a kid went chasing after it, it would hit the brakes, right? Well, people there, you got pedestrians and crosswalks and there are certain crosswalks that they have to wait at and there are certain crosswalk, crosswalks that the, you, the individual, um, driving the driver has to has to slow down and let the pedestrians they have the right of way so we came across one of those crosswalks and somebody was walking across i slowed down they I, there was i was not going to hit them they were not even close to the car honestly and that fucking car hit the brakes so hard like it hit the floor the brake pedal oh my god unexpected like it was so crazy. Like, what the hell? Lights are flashing all over the dash. And I have no idea what they mean. Um, I'm like looking around, like, what's going on? And I realize it's an automatic braking system. I'm like, well, fuck me. And people, that that happens all the time. Like, people are crossing in front of you all the time, and you're slowing down for them. So I really tried to make sure that I had my foot halfway on the brake, just a little depressed every time I was coming up, because I didn't want the car to think I wasn't braking. You know, <laughs> it was like absolutely 
crazy. Um, let me see. Another place I visited was uh, Stonehenge. Marvelous, marvelous. You can't go up and touch the stones. But and and to see it, you know, I wish I could have gone to the inner circle and, and kind of seen that a little better. And then somebody's obviously mowing in there because the grass was superb. It was it was better than my yard. I got back three weeks fucking gone, and my yard is parts of it waist high. Um, and my poor mower's been chugging along um, this last week, basically trying to get it all cut and get it back to manageable uh, conditions here. <laughs> so. <laughs> I still got a little bit to do, but I bumped into a, I found a wasp nest that I didn't know was there, and like I bumped into a post, and swarm of wasps come flying out, so I backed up quickly, hoping to not run over any of my dogs or uh, animals, I, that was the dogs were the only ones around really, but, and uh, yeah, anyway, so I have part to do <laughs> after I spray the wasps, which will probably be tomorrow after work, and then, uh, after that, uh, after they're all good and dead or, or given up on their nest and flown away, then I'll mow that area. But um, that was it. Stonehenge. Then we did. We didn't. I didn't go into anything. So two years back, two and a half years back, I went to. Um, oh, that's yummy. I met some gin I brought home from London. Two years back, we, we, we made a trip to Italy to visit my son there again uh, before, or one time, whatever. That's the fuck I'm saying. Anyway, I went to visit him, and we went to the Vatican over there. Went to Rome, went to the Vatican. Worst decision ever. Worst money spent. Um, I mean, if you're Catholic, I suppose you may want to do it, but let me tell you, it's nothing but a big museum. A bunch of fucking tapestries, a bunch of fucking paintings, a bunch of fucking statues. Um, there are some interesting items in there, but nothing I would have died if I didn't see. Probably more than half of the ceilings in there are painted. Like, legit, more than half the ceilings in there are painted. So then you walk into this one big room, and 30 feet up is this teeny tiny picture that Michelangelo painted. What the fuck? The Sistine Chapel. To me, it was not worth it. Uh, my feet hurt. It was, and, and it's like Ikea. It's like fucking Ikea. You go in the entrance, walk through the entire fucking thing, and you go out the exit. And then there's a fucking gift shop. Um, Ikea has their little uh, bakery thing there with their irresistible cinnamon rolls. But anyway, um, yeah. So horrible, horrible uh, in, in, in Rome. Um, so I was afraid of that going into like the um, Tower of London because the beef eaters still live there um, and they uh, uh, that's their residence so you know there are I'm sure there's places you can't go um, so I was just afraid of that of it just being and then the crown jewels are in there and could have said I saw those but I, what is it just it's a big diamond that was split years and years ago because someone wanted a crown changed or a crown made or some shit like that. Anyway, I wasn't really that interested, and then I just didn't want to get stuck in that whole fucking Ikea, one way in, one way out bullshit, and I had to walk through the whole damn thing. Um, walking around it was superb, though. Um, just the size of it. They still have a, a waterway on part of it, like a moat, 
and then a, a moat entrance for the called Traders Gate. Um, it is spectacular. The Bridge of London, the the, the 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 Tower Bridge, which is if you see pictures, you'd be like, oh, that's the London Bridge. It's not really the London Bridge, but it's the Tower Bridge. But anyway, spectacular. Um, Buckingham Palace was eh, like you couldn't get close to the guards um, with the fuzzy hats. They were 30, 40 feet away uh, behind the gate. So I got a picture of them from a distance. Uh, took a picture of this big gate with gold appearing clad ornaments on it. I'm sure it's not gold, um, but brass. Um, but that was pretty neat. Their rail system is really awesome, but it was simple to get around. Um, anyway, it was a neat trip. I, I did it. I've been there. I don't know that I'd go back. Um, I wasn't that um, enthralled by it. It's it's a huge, sprawling metropolis um, of a city. London is is it is so huge. It's a bunch. It's basically it's a suburban area. Uh, it's got a bunch of suburbs to it that all run into one another. Uh, Westminster, you got London, you got the City of London, which is two different places. Um, the City of London is a financial district, there's a whole story behind that, but um, you've got uh, Chelsea, you've got um, Greenwich, Gren Greenwich um, just, and this is all, yeah, it's just sprawling, sprawling, crowded, yeah. A lot of pigeons, too. A lot of pigeons, a lot of pigeon shit, certain areas don't want to stand under and all you gotta do is just look at the ground and you know you don't want to stand there because all the pigeon shit anyway i did have a good time i did i had a really good time um the only thing we really did touristy in uh Ven in, in italy was we went to venice which so that's my third time there um and venice to me is just a fascinating fascinating city um to me it is it can smell like a damp basement, honestly, and it does, uh, especially certain alleyways and whatnot you get into. But overall, um, it's just a fascinating city. Um, I highly recommend Venice. So anyway, that's my, uh, that was my trip. That's my vacation. Um, looks like we're about time for a break, so I will be back with a short message from our sponsors. All righty, and welcome to Shooting the Shit. I'm Matt, and... Uh, this is shooting the shit. <laughs> ah, yes. So, uh, let's see. Yo, I want to apologize for last week's show. Um, you know, it was half recorded. I, like I told you, I've been uh, kind of recording, you know, a, a block here and a block there and then putting them together and uploading them. And um, apparently Spencer saw it sitting there pending and thought, due to the lack of internet service here at the house... That it was not uh, that I that I couldn't upload it or didn't upload it, so he went ahead and uploaded it. So you got to hear about my trip. <clears throat> I did have other things I was going to talk about on that episode, but it's posted, and I hope you enjoyed that episode. Um, it was a it was a fun one to to talk about. It's fun talking about things that I guess I'm familiar with uh, versus trying to come up with shit that <clears throat> by myself. Blah 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 blah. Yep yep yep. Anyway. Spencer will be home soon enough. It'll be fun. Um, we'll be able to get that all, you know, back on track. And he's got some changes, and I've got some changes um, of things in mind and how to improve. Um, 
So anyway, we hope to keep bringing this to you. Uh, we do have, I think we're coming up on our 100th episode. Um, haven't quite kept track he has. Um, I don't know where he got his uh, anal retentiveness, but uh, he's been keeping track somehow. Maybe he went through and just counted all the episodes. I don't fucking know. Anyway, uh, first thing I want to talk to you about tonight. Uh, it, let's see, this was uh, this was September 17th, so it was a week or so ago. Um, Cedar Falls, Iowa man was arrested from allegedly, there's that fucking word again, allegedly shooting his neighbor's cat. Okay, here's, let's go back to the whole allegedly thing. <clears throat> Is the cat dead? It's from a projectile that this neighbor fired at it. Why did they arrest him? They didn't arrest him for allegedly doing something. They arrested him because they had enough evidence to say that he did this. So it wasn't a, he didn't allegedly uh, shoot his neighbor's cat. He shot his neighbor's cat. Now, did he have the right to, or you know, was he in his legal boundaries to have have done that? I don't know. But anyway, let's 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 read on. Let's read on. So it happened Sunday morning on the 800 block of Walnut Street, uh, southwest of downtown, according to the. Uh, Waterloo Cedar Falls Courier, which apparently must be a newspaper. This is off of a TV show, Facebook. Anyway, um, I'm not going to read the guy's name. Uh, but he was 88 years old. And he told police he shot the animal. <clears throat> so here again, he allegedly did it, but yet he totally admitted to it. Yep, I did it, and this is why. Um, he said he shot the animal because it was on his property and meowing. They, pro they charged him with reckless use of a firearm. Uh, he's free right now, pending a trial. So, my comments on this. <clears throat> I do not advocate uh, killing domestic animals before their time. I do not advocate that at all. However, reckless use of a firearm. Um, how many times did it take him to shoot it? The story is lacking a lot of information. How many times? How many times did he shoot at it before he hit it? Was it fifteen times and he finally fucking hit it, or was it a one time, you know, one shot, one kill, head 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 shot, um, from you know thirty five yards? That's a pretty fucking good hit. Uh, I wouldn't say that's reckless at all. And the other thing that's missing is what caliber did he use? Did did he take it down with a pellet gun, a uh, twenty two, um, you know, <laughs> a forty five seventy? What did he? What was he lobbing down range at this cat? Um, you know, a grenade launcher? That might be a little reckless. Uh, but, you know, it's it says it's downtown. and So, you know, I don't know. To me, there's just a lot of uh, left out of this story. And um, besides, he's 88 years old. I, I hope it's one shot, one kill. I mean, he's that confident enough. and that, he Maybe he's just too pissed off and he's just... Pop, 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 pop. Yes, you know, who knows? But uh, yeah, to me, there's a lot of information missing from that story for me to make a clear uh, judgment against this guy. Um, I don't know, reckless discharge. I don't know. So, um, hey, how many of you out there use your like DVRs for your cable or your internet provider, or your satellite or whatever? Um, the DVRs that record your favorite shows and all that. What fucking pisses me off, first of all, is because we have a dish and we use one of those companies that um, the uh, 
whole uh, weather thing comes up, right? You get fucking bad weather coming in. Okay, well, just because it's in the goddamn viewing area has nothing to do with me. Um, but yet, my re- my go to watch my recorded shows, and all it is is fucking weather information for that twenty five minute out, you know, half hour or hour show, whatever it is. Fuck that. Oh, it's and it's in my viewing area, or it's in the viewing area of the TV show that's broadcasting it because we get shit out of Topeka um, right now because that's uh, where where we fall. Um, and I mean, I, I like their weather stuff, especially when it does affect me. I really do. They are pretty good at it, and as long as I can get my, cause we got like I said, we got satellite. We get a storm. We don't get it for very long. But uh, <laughs> you know, I do appreciate it when it's going to affect me, but. For fuck's sake, if it's 90, 100 miles away from me, I don't need to know that. And then they're like, oh, you can watch a regularly scheduled program on 13.2. What the fuck is that? Does anybody know what the fuck 13.2 is? How do I get to these channels? Um, now, I, I, honestly, if I'm watching a recording, then it's too late to flip to that channel. But if I'm trying to watch my favorite show and the shit comes on and it tells me if I want to continue watching, go to 13.2, My I, there's no selection on my um, um, service providers uh, thing to um, and now, now I'm getting texts. You heard that, didn't you? It was pretty fucking loud, I bet. Um, I don't have 13.2 on my when I go to my guide. There is not that's not available. So help me out. Shoot me an email at stspodcast18 at gmail.com. That's stspodcast18 at gmail.com, and we will uh. We will um, try to get that. Anyway, because I, I got some shows I watch, and then I miss them because of the fucking weather. And, and then, you know, the shit happens, and you don't know what's going on because it's a continuation. It's one of those live, uh, uh, what do they call them? Like, what was the real world? That, that type of uh, game show where they compete, actually compete and... Uh, Try to be the last man standing type of thing. But, um, yeah. So, also, if you haven't voted yet, we're coming up with a slogan. And it is on our Facebook page. I will try to see how to bump that up. Maybe I'll just have to repost it. Trying to see how to bump that up to um, uh, the top again to see if we can... I'm not going to pay for it, but um, to see if we can uh, get that back out there if you haven't voted for it. If you feel like fucking scrolling through uh, the stuff we've posted over the last couple weeks, by all means, go ahead. But anyway, we're coming up with a slogan. Um, We'll announce it um, on our 100th episode, according to Spencer. I was going to do it (laughs) part two of last week's show. Uh, But anyway, he uh, luckily he he posted it, and then he talked to me about it. So uh, he has these ideas, and they're great ideas. Um, I just didn't realize that it was coming up on our 100th episode, so that's pretty cool. Let's see. The other thing I hate, uh, the other thing I hate about the DVR situation is, um, yes, I am drinking. Uh, um, Excuse me. When there's a fucking game on and everything's delayed by 40 minutes because... Uh, a, a game came on. Um, look, 
everything's programmable. Everything, they send a signal out saying the show's starting, then fucking record the goddamn show. They send a signal out saying the show's been delayed. My programmer's programmed to record that show, so when that signal finally comes through that it's going to come up, it should start recording. I shouldn't get 40 minutes of the game, 20 minutes of my fucking show, and then the recording goddamn stops. That's pissing me off, too. Fucking Sundays. That's what happens on Sundays with sports. I don't know if I told you all my... Sorry, I'm kind of getting fired up because it's very frustrating. I've missed several episodes or parts of episodes because of this stupid fucking sports shit. Well, I was gone, too. I was gone. Uh, I was gone for three weeks and... Um, had all this stuff set to record. I come home, sit down, you know, in an evening after working outside in the yard and doing whatnot, go to watch the TV and have to fast forward at 40 minutes. And then it just fucking ends 20 minutes into it. And at that point you barely get the plot. <clears throat> like you don't even know what the episode's about sometimes at those shows. Um, so anyway, the other show, <clears throat> I'm just going to talk about TV episodes. How about that? <clears throat> the other show that I kind of started watching, I've seen God, I've seen maybe one or two before. And they were entertaining. The best one was, uh, was um, God, Seth MacFarlane. Not Seth MacFarlane. Seth Rogen and uh, um, what's the other guy? God, they were in a movie together. Uh, James Franco. Seth Rogen and James Franco on uh, Naked and Afraid. <laughs> that was the best fucking episode ever. Anyway, if you can find it, I don't think they ever replayed it, but um, it's pretty fucking hilarious. Uh, but yeah, we I, I watched, watched several episodes of Naked and Afraid this last week because um, it comes on in its little marathons of reruns. And honestly, uh, two of the episodes that I watched out of like the four or five I had already seen. But let me tell you, um, that's pretty fucking tough. And I know that there's people there behind the cameras and just all they have to do is shout out really loud and people will come running. But to be honest, they're in the fucking middle of the Serengeti Desert or, or you know, the savannah of fucking Africa and a pride of lions or hyenas or fucking, you know, a, a jaguar or whatever's going to attack them. Those fucking people ain't getting there soon enough. Um, it, it's kind of an intense show. And then they're out there struggling to survive. One of them I saw, this guy was the second time on there because the first time he... <laughs> he got caught sneaking into um, the tents and stealing food. I mean, you're fucking hungry. You're gonna do what you're gonna do, right? That's part of surviving. I think you should have. Uh, they should post fucking guards and shit. Have guard duty for that shit. Uh, but um, yeah, so he got kicked off the. He got kicked off the show for that that first time around. Second time around, his head got to him. Uh, his partner got some bad news about a death, and she went home early, and he's out there by himself, and he lasted, I think it was two nights. And it was just, he's in the Amazon, and he's got shit walking around outside, and he just got into his own head. And if I was part of this crew, I would be stomping around outside your uh, your little shelter you built um, just to scare the fuck out of you, just to fuck with your brain. I'd be doing that. Um, I'd be plotting like foods for you, but um, it would be like gross foods. You like come across like, oh, look at this. I found this ginormous maggot. Not maggot, but a uh, grub. Uh, am I going to eat it or not? I'd make you have to make that tough decision. Um, what's that stinky feet food, fruit? Um, and I can picture it in my head. Anyway, yeah, if you're in an area with that, you'd be finding some of that. 
see how well your stomach is. How hungry are you? Um, one man, and they lose like so much weight. 21 days, they're losing like 30, 40 pounds. Like no shit, this one guy. And he didn't look like he had the weight to lose either. So you see the, they do the girl. She comes on. You know, girls are a little thicker usually, rounded, curves, whatever. Uh, they go on there and then they show their before and after picture and say, she lost 15 pounds. Like, well, damn, 15 pounds in 21 days, fuck. And then they show this skinny-ass guy at the beginning. Looks like a freaking World War II POW at the end. And you're watching, even watching the, the hour episode, you don't even fucking realize it. And then you see the before and after pictures, and he looks like he's just saved from a concentration camp. He is just rail thin, and he lost 30 pounds. 30 pounds! This man can't... He didn't... His leg didn't weigh 30 pounds. He probably started off at, at 130. Now he only weighs a buck. Come on. And anyway, that shows it's it's kind of intense. It is a show. It is you watch it and you're like, eh, I could do that. I fucking couldn't do that. Maybe 10, 20 years ago I could, but today there's no fucking way I could do that shit. Uh, I mean, now if I had to, I I would struggle to survive, and I think I would be able to make it, but. To do it just for shits and giggles and the, and the satisfaction of saying I did it naked on TV, it's not worth it to me at all. Um, not at all. So, anyway, that's, uh, I guess that's my TV talk for tonight. Oh, excuse me. Um, I'm trying to remember what else I want to talk to you about besides some things that I can't until Spencer gets back in our 100th episode. Uh, um, last week, I know I talked about my vacation. It was a great trip. It was a really, really great trip. Um, I know I talked about places to go to. Um, and I know I talked about London and such. And I talked a little bit about Rome. Um, Venice is a beautiful, beautiful city. Bring your walking shoes. There's a lot of walking in Venice. Um, you can take the, the the water taxi and all that, but uh, bring 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 your walking shoes because and then the the, the streets go from these thirty foot wide streets with these Grand Canal bridges and all sorts of stuff down to this one where you got to turn sideways and suck in your gut to squeeze by, and there's a crowd of people, both directions. It's it's nuts and it, it's just it's a really beautiful, interesting city. Um, off the top of my head, I can't remember if I talked about it, but another place I have visited around the world is Pisa. And when we were in Italy two years ago, two and a half years ago, uh, we had a down day. We, we scheduled down days into our, our uh, shenanigans to be able to do laundry, rest, you know, a go, 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 go. You can only do that for so long before you have to rest. So we scheduled these down days so we could do laundry and such. And we had one coming up the next day, and I said, hey, you know what? Let's just go to Pisa. It's only a four-hour drive. Mind you, four-hour drive one way. I don't know if everybody was into it, but you know, at the time it was, when do we know, when do we think we're ever coming back and to be able to do this? Let's do it. So we did it. That was phenomenal. That is so, so amazing. To me, it was well worth the eight-hour drive round trip uh, to be able to see that and to learn a little bit of history about it and um, to be able to walk to the top, we walk to the top of it. It's fan fucking tastic. Um, that was one of the highlights of that trip as well. Um, just so phenomenal. And, um, 
while we were th- while I was there visiting my son this last uh, couple weeks ago, uh, his neighbors were talking about, "Hey, we're you know we've got this visitors coming in. Where do we want to take them?" And someone in their conversation, someone had mentioned Pisa. Uh, over there, so over there they don't have screens, and every window has shutters besides the the glass. So they kept theirs open, and then they kept their windows open quite a bit too. But anyway, they were discussing it. It's something you can overhear easily, and they were loud Americans anyway. So. <laughs> You know how that goes. Uh, so they were talking about where to go. And someone mentioned Pisa. And I heard someone say, no, it's not worth it. It's only the tower. Oh, my God. Um, it is a small town. And there is quite a f- bit to see around the tower. Um, but the Leaning Tower itself, to me, was fantastic. And just a phenomenal sight to be able to have visited in my lifetime. So before it falls over. They've reinforced it now. They did some mud jacking. They brought it up past the point of fear of tipping over, and it seems to be have stabilized it. It's part of the story that they tell you when you're uh, – maybe it's just a story. I know for a few years they had uh, blocked it off and had it actually cabled and, and tied down um, against the lean because um, it had gone past the center of the – gone past like 5 or 10 degrees or whatever it is. Anyway – um, I don't remember the angles, but the center of it had gone past the outer edge of it. Um, and so they had had to, uh, they did some mud jacking and stuff. Anyway, pretty fucking cool story. So I think that's enough of uh, more vacation talk and uh, TV talk right now. Uh, if Spencer doesn't post this, I'll be back after a word from our sponsor. All righty. And welcome back. Um, yeah, so this is something I was going to wait until Spencer got back to do, but I decided that I would go ahead and do it, um, basically due to lack of uh, any type of preparedness or research. <laughs> you know, you know how that goes. Anyway, I was sitting here watching uh, one of those haunting, ghost hunting, whatever shows, and thought, the fuck i gotta finish recording so anyway um things people do things everybody does but never talk about or afraid to talk about let's see is that the last page or that's the first page yeah i got it printed off and i got some things so um let's see all righty <clears throat> Here's some answers. Uh, people cheat but never talk about it. Okay. Yeah, I think that's one thing that uh, <clears throat> never really talked about unless you're caught and then everybody's throwing accusations and whatnot. Um, people misguide but never talk about it. I'm not sure what that is. That means giving directions when someone's asked but you know, telling them wrong, up your ass and to the left instead of uh, actually how to get to where they're asking to go to. I don't know. Um, let's see. That's my dog. Yeah. She's a snorer and a grunter. Um, <clears throat> that's just, This is a stupid list here. Let's go to the next one. Fake laugh. Yeah. People do that all the time. Um, when you have no idea what the other person said or just so, uh, you know, they 
you think they're funny and <clears throat> so they so they think you think they're funny uh, everybody tries to get seven hours of sleep in three hours we know that um, message reply to your friends when your friends uh, send you something funny you text them back haha um, I think now it's LOL or the freaking little laughy face emojis. But yeah, I think everybody does that. I don't know why people are afraid to talk about it. <clears throat> um, ah, stupid. Listen to the same music over and over again. Blah, 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 blah. Maybe this is a bad subject to do by myself, huh? Uh, let's see. Talking to yourself. I do that uh, whenever I'm talking to you guys, really. It's just me chatting to myself. Um, in case you self-talk to work through some conditions or emotions. Um, anger, sadness, confusion, blah, blah, blah. Talking aloud while studying can help understand the topics and notes. Hmm. Ah, pee in the shower. Ha ha ha. Yeah. That's something people don't talk about. I did get into a discussion one time with a gentleman. I really don't know how we got on the subject. Uh, it was actually in a group setting. And uh, there been some drinking. It might have been a New Year's. I'm not sure. And someone's, I don't know, it got on the subject. I don't know who brought it up, how it got brought up. But uh, the subject came up of uh, peeing in the shower. And I admitted, yeah, I do. Oh, not in my house, you won't. Well, are you going to be there to pinch it off for me? Oh, fuck, no, you're not going to be there to pinch it off. So the discussion went into, well, yeah, I would. And you'd never know. He's like, oh, yeah, you can smell it. What? First of all, if I take 10 gallons of water to take my shower, and I get in there and the water hits me and I'm like, ah, i got to relieve myself. i got like 9 gallons to go. You ain't smelling nothing. Um, and then he goes, well, I guess you're never showering at my house. Oh, well, okay. Yeah, I suppose that would have been the first thing, right? Um, <laughs> the first thing to uh, tell someone, uh, and I never planned on it, so, you know. My feelings weren't really hurt. I think I riled his feathers quite a bit, though. Meet someone. Say, nice to meet you. And then already forget their name. Yep. Yep. All the time. I think probably that's the probably uh, the number one, really. I, I don't know anybody who... Well, I, I've, known, I've known people... God. They could uh, read your name tag from across the room and, and 10 days later remember who you were. Um, me, I got to like recite it, recite it, and associate it with uh, Gary's wearing green and whatever. You know, I got to do all sorts of shit, especially, you know, if it's important. Um, unless it's something that's been, someone that's been talked about a lot prior to. Um, you know, hey, somebody's new boyfriend or a co-worker that's been talked a lot about and then introduced. Um, then I'll remember it fairly easy. But, man, if it's someone new that I've never really heard about before, never fucking, you know, met before, 
Even if I met him once before, I have a hard time remembering who's who. And uh, <laughs> in the biker community, it is there's a lot of uh, road names and such. And with that, there are... It makes it even harder. Um, especially because you will meet someone, they have a name tag, talk to them, you get to know them by the name tag, then you get some friend request from some loser on Facebook, you don't know who the fuck they are, that's uh, because it's their real name, you know? Anyway. Um, let's see. Checking your social media f profile to see how it'll look to others or who may or may not want to talk to stalk you. Uh, I don't know that I've ever done that. Uh, mine are usually set to complete utter privacy, and only the government and friends and friends of friends. No, um, yeah, only the friends and government can see what I'm doing, or my Facebook whatnot. <clears throat> Let's see. Checking the time. You look at your watch or check your phone. Look at the time to put it away, only to check it again because you forgot what the fuck you're doing, what time it was. All the damn time. I'll look at the clock on the wall. They're like, "Oh, it's nine thirty. Go to what I'm doing. I'm like, oh, how much time do I got left? What time is it now? Oh, yeah, that's right. I just checked. All the fucking time. Uh, screaming at inanimate objects. Mm, releasing anger on them for malfunctioning no I don't really do that I don't know um, you know people yell at their TVs all the time I don't know if they're necessarily yelling at the TV or at the football game or whatever the fuck they're watching on TV um, I talk back to commercials um, probably already talked about it before but my uh, god the worst the commercial I hate the most I think it's it's a dishwashing um uh, it's a dishwasher shush over there. It's a dishwasher cleaning commercial, like cleanser, like dish soap, dishwasher soap. And it's a little girl going, Mom washes the dishes before she puts them in the dishwasher. So what does a dishwasher do? Well, you nine-year-old little brat, get your ass in there and find out. Fuck, I don't know why Mom isn't the one making the comments about the daughter. Get a fucking chore. Holy cow. Yeah, mom's in there happily doing it for her. This gal will never fucking learn anything. She won't know how to leave the house. I think people do that to their kids uh, on purpose. Don't teach them things so they don't have to leave. But then when they leave, they're fucking idiots. Um, you know, when I left, I knew how to change oil. I knew how to change a tire. I knew how to do basic cooking. Um, and when my kids left the house... They knew the same thing. They could burn a pot of ramen just like you and I. Um, no, they could cook basic things. Spaghetti, macaroni, uh, macaroni cheese, whatnot. Little things like that. Know how to bake, how to run the oven. They knew how to do their laundry. They knew how to um, do dishes, dishwasher, change oil, change tires, things like that. Um, but I think people just either... Well, first of all, I don't think people know, honestly. Um... Let's see. Let me see. Well, here's just related questions. 
And then here is... That's a boring se segment. I'm sorry. thought it'd be a little more lively, but it is just I. Um, sitting here wondering, what does a dishwasher do? When you, <laughs> when you sit down in front of the TV, do you ever uh, delay eating until you found something you good to watch? I don't know. Um, I can't say I delay eating. I usually am watching something. And, you know, go get dinner when dinner's ready. I don't know that I'm sitting there flipping, looking for something else. <clears throat> um, usually are, you know, I, I think, I think a lot of, well, I, I have the answer here in front of me, how many, the percentage on this, on this, this poll here, the, it has the percentages on most of them, I think. Um, anyway. I think that most people are watching something and they go get dinner. Um, I would say there's a large group that still actually turn the TV off at dinner time. Um, it's just me and my wife here, so we don't. But um, I also think that um, most people have their weeks planned out by what's on TV. You know, Sunday night it's 60 Minutes and Tuesday night it's twenty twenty and whatever, whatever, whatever. You know, at 6 o'clock, it's 6 o'clock news. After that, it's whatever game show you feel like watching or if it's Monday Night Football or whatever. I think people have their things planned out enough. However, that being said, do you sit down in front of the TV and ever delay eating until you found something good to watch? 82% said yes. So my whole theory goes out the window, but 82% of people said yes. Um, and mind you, I knew that answer when I was giving you my explanation of why I would think it would be lower but and that's just a you know it could have been uh 100 people asked and you know whatever oh before you use the bathroom do you ever check behind the shower curtain to make sure no one is spying on you what the fuck is wrong with people paranoid much um i've known people who have played pranks on their spouses or significant others um, and that might be reason to peek behind the shower curtain, but uh, who the fuck hides behind the shower curtain to spy? What are you going to spy on? Like, oh, that their shit's got corn in it? What the, what the fuck are you spying on? <laughs> However, 37% of us say they are paranoid enough to check behind the shower curtain to make sure no one's spying on them. 37%. Oh, this one's disgusting. Um, and this one is an absolute no to me. Do you ever smell your dirty underwear to see if you can wear it again? No. Um, I will say no. And the percentage to me is awful high of those that have said yes. Um, I don't even smell socks. I wouldn't even smell socks to see if they're clean. Uh, if they smell clean. Um, I, if there's any question... They're dirty. It, that, that's it uh, for me. If there's any question, if it's clean or dirty, it's dirty. There's no sniffing involved. You don't need to sniff that shit. What, you only got two pair of fucking drawers? Oh, which one's clean, which one's dirty? Or can I wear these again? Uh, I don't think so. Um, anyway, 38% said yes. They do sniff their dirty underwear to see if they can wear them again. 
and 12% said they've turned their dirty underwear inside out and worn it again. Now, if you ever spent a day or two in the Army and out in the field for two weeks or whatever, you know, that's 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 possible. A lot of times, though, uh, flipping them, I've never flipped them inside out. I've just gone without wearing if they're that dirty. Um, but I don't know what the difference is wearing them inside out, right side out. If they're fucking dirty, they're fucking dirty. Um, and, and I mean, what do you, you flip them inside out because you shit them? Why would you be turning them inside out? Uh, have you ever picked your nose and eaten it? And thirty-one <laughs> percent said yes. Um, and it's not just gross dudes doing it. Thirty percent of women said yes to that one. Wow. Huh. Have you ever not showered for several days just to see how bad you could possibly smell? What? Have you ever not showered for several days? <laughs> Out of fucking curiosity? To see how bad you could possibly smell. What's several? Define several. I got a lot of questions with that one. Um, first of all, <laughs> what kind of question is that? I've not showered for several days because I didn't have the opportunity, um, you know, like I said, being deployed or out in the field or whatever. Um, and you end up reeking pretty fucking bad. Um, I didn't do it just to see. Just let me, let me fucking, I'm just wondering. Uh, 5%, 5% of people asked said yes. That they've purposely not showered for several days. Out of curiosity. Uh, wow, that is funny. Uh, that little, that short little list there at the end went a lot better than that big ass list I had. That big ass one, that was... Uh, it wasn't what I thought it was when I printed it off, apparently. Um, so anyway, well, I suppose if you have any questions, comments, concerns, uh, bitches, gripes, moans, complaints, shoot me an email at stspodcast18 at gmail.com. That's stspodcast18 at gmail.com, and I will get back to you uh, on those emails and uh, complaints. Uh, we take that very serious around here. Um. If you haven't voted in the poll, I, I tried to push it up again, whatever, and it wanted me to, uh, wanted me to pay money. Um, so I'll probably just reshare it in the group, but, um, then I have to, two places to try to count. Uh, but if you haven't voted in our poll, we are trying to come up with the motto. Actually, we've come up with four and it is on Facebook and you can find it there. And uh, um, just vote one, two, three, or four, A, B, C, D. I can't remember how we listed it, but vote for uh, what your favorite one is, and we'll announce the winner on our hundredth episode. Uh, but until next week, I am done, and you can go fuck yourselves.